Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong, and I'm here with my co-host, Dennis Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Today we're going to be discussing how to fast track your path to enlightenment. Now, many people believe that they need a guru or a teacher or some kind of group that they're affiliated with to do this because they believe that they have something they don't or have been somewhere that they haven't and they can help them get where they want to faster. Now, the challenge with this is that as we go down this path, what often happens is that we give away our power to the person who is guiding us and that actually impedes our progress and sometimes stops it completely. So today we're going to be discussing the difference between having a guide and keeping your power versus elevating someone above yourself so that you can avoid any roadblocks or detours or shortcuts that really are dead ends so you can get onto the most direct and fast path to enlightenment. Then we'll wrap it up with a group frequency calibration, which is a turbocharged meditation to begin to help you clear the distortion patterns and gather momentum to propel you forward. So let's get started. Dennis? Karen, I think uh, this whole concept of giving your power away mm -hmm. is something that I certainly really relate to. And mm -hmm. I think probably a lot of the folks that are watching us today do. Mm -hmm. And what I'm thinking about is, you know, a doctor, Mm -hmm. You know, just doctor, tell me what to do. You know, you just completely surrender. Mm -hmm. You know, it might be a, a religious figure, a priest or whatever. Mm -hmm. You just, you know, give your power away. Mm -hmm. It might be a teacher at school. Mm -hmm. It might be a spouse. Mm -hmm. It might be a parent. Mm -hmm. And basically, we just allow for someone to take our power. Mm -hmm. So when you talk about it, you're relating it to the whole concept of enlightenment. Mm -hmm. So I would like to hear kind of your take on it as far as how detrimental it can be to your success. Okay. So what I will say is that, uh, you know, for those of us who, who want to explore something more, we begin with a yearning because we know that there's something else out there that we want to connect to. We're not really sure what it is. We're not sure how to get there. At least I wasn't. I, was, I, mean, I didn't know. I was like, I don't, I don't really know what to, to do. I know that there's something, but I'm not sure. Like, do I read books? I think I should find a teacher. I really want a teacher because then they can help me. I don't really know what I'm doing. Help. And so uh, what I'll say for myself is that because I was so hungry and I was seeking, um, I was so hungry for knowledge, and I was seeking for, I didn't even know what exactly. I was hoping that somebody could give me the certainty that really what I was looking for was certainty. Right? I was looking for someone to give me the answer, to be like, ta-da, here you go. This is, this is, these are all the answers that you've ever wanted. Now, I don't know what, what I thought would happen. You know, the angels would sing or something. But so what happened along that path for me is that I, of course, sought out people to guide me. And there's nothing wrong with having a guide at all. Guides are important. They very much can fast track us if we keep our own power, meaning we don't elevate them. We don't start to worship them. We don't start to think, oh, they're better than me for some reason. 
and because we think that they have something that we don't inherently. And so what happens then is because we can have this tendency of wanting to give our power to someone else because we want to be saved because you know it's it's easier if we're saved than if we actually do the work ourselves in a way it seems easier so we can open ourselves to a lot of actually abusive situations where people who seem to be something that they're not can come in and willingly take power from you it can they can be from the darkness um, and actually um, like literally feed off your energy and hook you. It can be suppressive, meaning like they're wanting control over you. Uh, so those things can happen when we start to give our power away. And people try to do this with me too. And I would just say, I don't want your power at all. I really don't want it. I will firmly push it back towards you because it's not about that for me. Um, because taking your power is oppressive. So I won't do that. I will not do that. And if anyone does try to do that to you, they're not in alignment with your source. Because I don't need your power. I'm connected to all that is. I am of pure source. I'm connected to my higher self. I don't need your power to make myself more powerful. So as a result, I don't need to oppress. So it's just about being careful about how you interact with somebody and elevating them above you. You know, I think this relates all the way back to, we had that session about intuition. Yeah. And uh, you truly do not need no. another person yeah. to realize the power of that intuition. Right. And the gifts that you have. That's right. And the connection that you have. That's right. So why would I wait for someone else to tell me what to do or how to do it mm -hmm. if I start to develop that sense and that connection myself? Exactly. And I would say that no matter who it is, myself included, whoever it is, yeah. you should always ask, not you should, it would be highly beneficial to ask, is this person in alignment with pure source? Sure. Are they trying to oppress, like, are they trying to control me? Right? So if, they're, if the person is aligned with pure source and they are not trying to control you yeah. or take something from you, then that's okay. And any number of guides can be helpful. I've had guides you know, in, in bodies and not bodies, help me. And they can accelerate your path and they can help you. You just have to be careful about what you do in relationship with them and who they are. And would, would you say it's true that if I give my power away to someone else, yeah. wouldn't I be limited by their, you know, their abilities or their gifts or their, you know, because I if I'm not allowing myself to realize my highest calling, yeah. I've, I've kind of channeled all that over to someone else. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be kind of sad. It would be. And it's really a negation of your own brilliance, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Because really, we are, each of us, of pure source. We are brilliant in and of our own selves. We are. Just simply by existing. So to elevate someone in relation to you yeah. is a negation of that. It's not true. So someone can help you, absolutely, walk next to you, journey with you to some degree, come in at key points, help you along. They're not better than you. They are not better than you. And it's important to remember that because we so often are just like, please, you know, save me. And really, it's not about that. Really, the only person who can take this journey is ourselves. 
No one on a spirit level can do this for yeah. you. This is our journey alone, which is incredibly empowering because we get to choose this. We get to. So to give that to someone else, first of all, they can't do that for you. And secondly, it negates who you are. So if you truly wish to honor yourself mm -hmm. and the God-given gifts that you have, mm -hmm. it's, it's your journey. Yep. And so why, why would you ever want to allow someone else to take that power? Yeah. But, well, but I can see how it happens. So yeah. as, a, as a young kid, as a young adult, you yeah. know, you're constantly, you know, whether it's your boss or your professor or, you know, you're kind of always looking up yep. instead of, you know. Yeah, equal. And know. the funny thing, too, is that we want to be told that we're special. We want to be told that it's very human, yes, yeah, to be yeah. told that we're special, that we're advancing, that somehow we're important, that we, so we feel good. We're like, oh, we're doing great. Gold star for me. Uh, and someone's giving you this gold star. Okay. Yeah. So it's interesting that we have that patterning as humans and you have to ask yourself, why do you feel like you need this gold star from someone else? Right? As opposed to like, oh, okay, well, I'm walking next to somebody. So we have this very human tendency and that's great because we're human and we're here to experience that mm -hmm. and it's our now because we're aware of it our uh, opportunity to watch that in ourselves to very very closely watch that in ourselves because we very much often want to elevate someone else above ourselves you know and even if you're looking at someone on a stage for example or you know you look up it's a physical representation of that but it's not really about that because we're all brilliant in ourselves yeah. And as you work with people, do you get that sense of somebody that has given their power away? All the time. All the time. So cult leaders, that's like an extreme example of this. I mean, people try to, like I said, do that with me. And it's, it's, I'm not interested in that, yeah. actually, at all. There are people who are very gifted, who tr develop tremendous bodies of work, who want to take power from people because it makes them feel good. Like, oh, all these people adore me. Okay, and that's their own wounding in the human realm. And just notice that. Like, okay, they have this tremendous body of work. It actually is really beneficial. And they have this dynamic going on. Okay, that's interesting. So what am I going to take from here that's beneficial to me? What can I learn from this? So as long as you're present and, and aware of what is happening around you and their human fallibility and their own wounding and all that sort of stuff, we're all human. We're here to experience humanness. And you're aware of that. And you don't give them your own power. That's wonderful because you're having an opportunity to watch this dynamic of the humanness of this person who's offering a tremendous gift and has all this stuff that they need to sort out. The lovely thing is that the more frequency work that you do, the more you can clear these distortions because ultimately we don't need the adoration. We don't need to have anyone else's power. We don't need an external source of you're awesome. You know what? We are awesome. We are. It is simply in our existence that we are this awesome. But we don't recognize our own brilliance for whatever reason. It's easy to see it in other people, but we don't see it in ourselves. So really in that claiming of that brilliance is an honoring of who we are. We are of pure source already. Just remembering and becoming more aware of that connection. And, and something that you just mentioned there is the fact that there are people yeah. that love power. Oh that, my gosh, that, yeah. That hunger for power. Yeah. And uh, you were talking about early, earlier about selling your soul. Mm -hmm. And for the sake of power, they will do anything. Yeah. Yeah. To, to control others. Yes. And there's 
governments or there's organizations yeah. or there's, you know, whatever that might be, mm-hmm. that they thrive on the more power, yeah. the more they can control others. Yeah. Exactly. And there's really two kinds of beings, really. There are those who are service to self, okay, and there are those who are service to others. Now, those who are service to self are very much about uh, oppressing others to gain more power for self. So they can actually derive a tremendous amount of power and information and knowledge in this way. And as they control more and more people, they actually build their own power and they can actually oppress more. So it may look like somebody who's enlightened, right? They sit there in the robes and the whatnot. But you have to wonder, like if people start like giving them all their money and you know, following them word by word, and it just gets a little bit weird, yeah. you know? You're just yeah. like, whoa, that's happening. It seems like a lot, like getting really involved in all your personal choices and all that sort of stuff. Then that's, that's actually control and suppression of others. Service to other people are really about the greatest good. Now, there's a weak form of that, which is I'm, I'll sacrifice myself in order to help everyone else, which isn't the answer either. Yeah. And then there's the I'm becoming clear and complete and of myself and in my connection to pure source and removing these distortion patterns. And as a result, I'm having this incredible impact and service to others because they entrain to me and I actually then start to liberate them because they are seeing what's possible. It's simply by seeing what's possible that they themselves start to wake up. So it's important to notice which orientation someone is, even though they appear somewhere, some way, ask, are they a pure source? Are they service to self or service to others? Are they trying to control? Are they you know, trying to take power from themselves? Or they don't really care? You're looking for the people who don't really care, meaning they're not attached to the power thing. They don't, it's not about that for them. So you have to ask yourself, where is this person coming from? And then watch why you respond in certain ways to some people. We're very conditioned in our culture to service to self people, the oppression. We actually have a bit sometimes of an addiction to oppression because it's so prevalent. So you just watch that. Watch what's happening and watch what people are doing. And notice without judgment, oh, that's what's happening around me. I need to be careful of this. I need to watch this. Okay. And what can be quite disturbing for some is if you kind of come to your senses as Mm -hmm. far as that relationship Mm -hmm. and step out of it. Yes. Because the others are watching. Yeah. And they realize that, oh, you know, you know, what is that person doing? They're kind of going out on their own. They're becoming an individual. They're connecting. They're more intuitive. Mm-hmm. They're more, you know, self-centered as far as their strength and their power. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so at, at first it can be quite challenging to do that. Yeah. But the liberty and the freedom that brings over time mm-hmm. is amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't really need to elevate anyone. Just honor yourself and follow your own intuition. And just because it's someone else's truth, it doesn't mean it's yours. Yeah. So just be aware of what's happening around you. Notice what's happening and the dynamics around it. And that is the most, so the most direct path isn't necessarily the fastest. (laughs) I mean, it's not necessarily fast, but it's the most direct path because it's about yourself and doing the work yourself to get to ultimately where you want to go. And no one can do that but you. Yeah. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. Karen, could you help me? I hear so often when I look at uh, your video or your website, 
GFC. Exactly what is that? A GFC is a group frequency calibration, which looks a lot like a guided meditation on a particular topic. And what I'm doing is I'm helping you to remove the distortion patterns of that particular topic. And because you're coming together as a mastermind in a group to connect to pure source even more and to clear the distortion patterns of this particular topic, what happens is a tremendous amount of momentum starts to happen because of the energetic of the entire group. And each individual is able to move faster and ascend higher than they could have on their own. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. So please do not drive while listening to this GFC. Welcome everyone. This is the group frequency calibration on the most direct path to enlightenment or holding your space. So let's begin by taking three breaths into the heart space, please. So inhaling, holding your breath for two to three seconds before exhaling all the air out of your lungs and holding out your exhaled breath for at least one to two seconds. And on your second breath, please inhale. holding your inhaled breath for at least two seconds longer than you did your previous breath. And whenever you're ready, please exhale all the air out of your lungs and hold out your exhaled breath for two seconds longer than you did your previous breath. And now on your third breath, on your own time, please inhale, holding in your inhaled breath for at least three seconds longer than you did your previous breath. And then when you're ready, exhaling all the air out of your lungs and holding out your exhaled breath for two to three seconds longer than you did your previous breath. As I'm waiting for the mastermind to gel, for those of you who are new, please note that I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level. And also please note that I'll be making sounds on my end. So you may hear me exhale loudly, you may hear me yawn, even though I'm not tired, or you may hear me hum. And this is how I currently remove the frequency distortion patterns, or just move the frequencies in general. So that is how it currently works. So please use this as an opportunity to strengthen your focus. So continuing to breathe regularly into your heart space. Good. The mastermind has just gelled. 
So let's connect even more to pure source by asking the following question to ourselves in our own minds. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? That question again is, how can I become even more aware of my connection to pure source? And as you ask yourself this question, please imagine, see, sense, feel, or become aware of a brilliance deep, deep within your body that starts to expand to become brighter. even more brilliant as you become even more aware of your connection only to pure source. And as a note, on my end, I'm working on the back end to increase your natural bandwidth. Okay, so now let's bring our attention, focus, awareness, or please imagine your solar plexus, which is between your belly button and the very base of your sternum. And your sternum is that big thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. Good. So the first distortion pattern that we're going to remove is that of uh, a tendency of wanting to elevate others above yourself. Okay. Especially if they seem to know more or seem to um, appear stronger or are in a position of authority. So we're going to remove this distortion pattern first. So all you have to do is be very aware of your solar plexus. And right behind this pattern is a pattern of um, the distortion pattern of non-deserving. That you don't feel like you're worthy of having um, more insight, more wisdom, more knowledge, um, more of the non-ordinary reality, etc. So therefore, um, others who do have access to that are an elevated position relative to you. So this is for a very large subgroup of you. So... Just continue to breathe, focus. In your solar plexus. 
good. So still in the solar plexus, this is the distortion pattern of lack of trust in self. Okay. So that means that even if you receive the intuitive knowingness that what someone's telling you is incorrect for you or inappropriate for you, or you're not quite sure how it feels to you or whatever, um, you know, they're asking you to take on more costs. They're asking you to, um, take on more responsibility vis-a-vis -vis them that you don't want to like put them up for a place to stay or whatever. Um, if there's a person in power relative to you asking you for this, then, um, you don't trust yourself to essentially say, no, I don't want that. So you kind of almost shelve your regular, um, what your regular standard is or your questioning would be. So all you have to do is breathe into your solar plexus. Good. So now please imagine, see, sense, feel, or become aware of your lower belly. So um, this is a distortion pattern of discernment. Okay. So what happens is a lot of, a large subgroup of you are very interested in getting to where you need to go in the most expedient way possible. So obviously it's desirable to get somewhere as quickly and as directly as possible. And for this subgroup, what happens is that you will often sacrifice, um, discernment for speed. And this is where we can get into trouble with, um, having, um, agreements with the darkness and that type of thing. So if we remove this distortion pattern, then there's no need to hurry up because you'll realize that the most direct path to enlightenment is in exactly the right time. And what you're going to learn along the way is exactly perfect for you to reach that state. Um, irrespective of quote unquote, how long it takes because the lesson needs to be learned. So let's just remove this distortion pattern so you can have more freedom. Mm 
Good. So now please um, imagine, see, sense, feel, or become aware of your uh, lower belly all the way up to the tip of your chin, please. And if it's helpful to imagine a tube connecting these two points, that's totally great. If you don't need it, then you don't need to imagine it. So the next frequency distortion pattern that we're going to remove is that of confusion or um, uh, feeling um, it's more like when you are not in a situation that you're used to, you um, um, tend to be easily swayed. So uh, let us remove this so that you can keep your discernment. Because of course, it's always helpful to have a guide. Or it's often helpful to have a guide. Just want to make sure that we maintain our power and our intuition and our knowingness. Good. Good. So now let's please move our attention, focus, awareness to our solar plexus, which is between your belly button and the base of your sternum. Your sternum is that big thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. So at the base of it, so between your belly button and the base of your sternum. Okay. So, um, this is essentially the ego mind. So what can happen is, um, and this particular distortion pattern has to do with, um, uh, wanting to feel important or, um, knowledgeable about something. Okay. And it's usually over someone else. So we're going to remove this so that you can, um, learn whatever you need to and um, acquire whatever wisdom that you need to without having to feel like you're in relation to anyone else, meaning it's not about you being more evolved than anyone else. Okay. It's just simply you growing, you learning. So... Breathing deeply into your solar plexus.
and for a subgroup of you, this is about needing to be better than other people to feel confident or worthy. All right. So continuing to breathe into your solar plexus. Good. So what's going to happen, the more of this work you do, your self-assuredness or your self-confidence will come from an inner place, and it won't need to be in relation to others. It will just be as a result of who you are. So it's just part of your beingness is what I'm saying. So I'm going to just amplify... Uh, confidence or trust in self so you know what that feels like so I'm just going to amplify this frequency that already exists within you okay Good. So still in your solar plexus. So this next distortion pattern has to do with um, will. It's a distortion pattern of will, meaning that you want when you want when you want it, which is very human, unlike most of us. So, um, the path to enlightenment can be a direct one, but it's not always fast because we have to let go of certain things along the way. And the timing of it is not always ours alone, okay? Because we are co creating with pure source. So, there's a number of things that we have to learn a number of things we have to overcome in order to get to the place that we want to be. So this has to do with the distortion pattern around will and uh, forcing our sense of timing. 
And the challenge with this is that if you're always trying to force time because you're trying to get to an outcome, it makes us very easily manipulated or fooled. Because if we feel like we want something quickly or, you know, on the time that we want it, if someone gives us a shortcut and we don't have enough discernment or wisdom, then we might just take it thinking that there is a shortcut. So, or one that's effective or one that doesn't, you know, or that the shortcut might end up taking you longer than if you just proceeded without the shortcut. So let's just breathe here into the solar plexus. So now, please imagine, see, sense, feel, or become aware of your belly button all the way to your heart space, please. So this has to do with the frequency distortion pattern of expectation of what enlightenment is is supposed to look like or should look like or what other people might package it as. So it's very possible that your enlightenment is specific to you. And the, that although other people may have gotten there and explained their path, that your way may be different. Right? So... If we can remove expectation, enlightenment can actually happen in a second when we least expect it. It doesn't have to be this long proscribed path through certain rituals, certain chanting, certain mantras, certain, certain schools, all these levels. It doesn't have to be that way. So... Let's remove this so that you can continue the, to find the path that is the most direct for you. <sighs> On your own authority. So now, please become aware of your spine. 
or imagine your spine all the way from the tip of your tailbone up through the curve of your lower back, up behind your ribs, up your neck, and into the base of your skull or the lower part of your skull. And as you bring your attention, awareness, focus to your spine, really either see, sense, feel, or imagine it, almost in high definition, as if you're seeing it both from the back and also from the front. What I'm doing right now is I'm pulling you firmly into your spine. So you continue to be the one that has dominion over your space, your body, okay? So that you have authority here. And no one else can come in and take it. Or it's harder for them to, let's put it that way. So pulling you into your spine. This will make it harder for them, anything to come in and push you out of the way. You would have to give this up of your own will. I'm not saying it's not impossible, but it makes it harder, right? So we want to make sure that you continue to have authority over your space. So just bring your attention to your spine. It doesn't matter whether you understand all that. Imagine your spine starting to glow. All of it, all the way from the tip of your tailbone, all the way to your skull. Yes. And notice if you can allow yourself to rest here in your spine. Good. So I'm going to leave you here for as long as you would like. And I look forward to meeting you on the next GFC. If you're ready to clear even more of the frequency distortion patterns that are holding you back so you can accelerate towards where you want to be, please visit my website at sphericalluminosity.com.